Hello, champions, and thank you for tuning in. Boston Marathon was, um, fuck, I don't know. I don't really know what to say. The experience as a whole, so if we're talking, um, actually, think experience as, and this relates to you guys too, think the experience is the full package. So, um, you've used a race in your mind as like motivation for probably quite an extended period of time. And then obviously you arrive at the race. Um, for me, I arrive Thursday, flying here, etc., etc. Um, the race as a full package, fucking incredible. Really, really incredible. Absolutely brilliant. Um the the race itself it reminds me very much of when i did that run over the morns and i don't mean that people are going to be listening and they might have ran boston and they're going to be like oh come on like don't be so dramatic and i it's not it's not comparing hills to mountain hills but it's it's essentially just going and doing something that you weren't really prepared for and there's no, there's no doubt that, like, oh, can't tense my right quad. My left one's okay. Oh, oh, the wee right ones. Oh, she's not happy. Um, I just, I just wasn't prepared for the the undulation of the course. And I mean that, that's kind of like, I mean, I'm just gonna have to take that on the chin because when I look at it and I look at my preparation. You know, if I was preparing for an Olympic Games in Boston, I'd have I'd have done a lot of up and downhill running. But for whatever reason, coming off the Olympics, um the the decision I guess I made, even though I knew I was doing Boston and I knew about the uphills and the downhills, and Belfast has plenty of uphills and downhills, hold on. But for whatever reason I prioritized um volume and so the 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 plan that was put in place in terms of training strictly prioritized volume now this is the part where there was just laziness like I could have went all my evening runs I could have drove to somewhere hilly some of those like progressive tempos that I did in the evening I definitely should have done them on undulating loops. And so I'm not going to analyze the results too much. And I'm I'm just going to, like, the course just fucked me up pretty good. I mean, I'm not the only person, but, like, holy shit. Like, that course will eat you up and spit you back out. And especially if you race. So, like, what I decided to do was obviously just race. The course itself, if you if you were just like running and you were able to measure your effort yourself just you know yep this is a good effort for me yep this is a good heart rate for me when you move to that next step and you get in that lead group which i think i stayed in the lead group until about mile 11 which i was actually really quite happy about um I, like that's the longest i've ever been in the lead pack of a major marathon of any marathon so like I have to say I was I was I was excited about that. I was really quite happy about that. Um so look, I've woke up today. Um 
a lot to digest. There was there was a lot of emotions. Look, I was really afraid to come here. Um, I've been trying to get the team around me. I've been trying to I've been trying to talk myself out of coming here. I was trying to talk the team around me, you know, telling them how vulnerable I was and and how much I'd been struggling and um and that yeah, like I just didn't I didn't know what would happen when it got tough because like let's be honest, to, when you, when I ran 209 for 10 weeks, there was no doubt in my mind that I was going to London Marathon and I was fucking going to rip it up. No doubt in my mind. That was my vision every day. Because I came off the disappointment of the Olympics and, and because I've been struggling with like mental health and um and, and I mean like like I mean really struggling. Like I mean sitting on the couch in tears and and like just just mine just like there's this new series, I've told you about this new series on Apple TV and I only watched two episodes of it. But the way they talk about mental health and the way they the way they like use the soundtrack and they use this like meteor as if it's flying to earth and this guy's sitting here struggling with like an anxiety kind of attacker. The next thing I'm going to tell you is I bring a lot of that anxiety on myself. So for the last two, three weeks there, when I've been trying to manage it, I've been doing a much better job of not sending like a shitty text message or not sending a shitty email or not responding to somebody because I just understand that, hey, if you respond the way you want to, this is going to cause you anxiety because you're going to be waiting for a response or you're going to be nervous about a response. And so I realized that a lot of this stress and anxiety we actually bring upon ourselves. Now, the whole Airbnb fraud and police stations and verbal assaults and you just don't need things like that in your life. But at the end of the day, these things happen. Now, if you just picture pre-London, you're up a mountain in Fontremeau, there's none of that. None of that's happening. None of that's existing. You're just knocking your pan in up a mountain and you happen to be with a double Olympic champion and your confidence and, and focus is just razor sharp and just going up and up and up. And so, yeah, it was different. I'm kind of pissed off because I really wanted my little camp in Belfast to work. Hold on. I'm just hydrating. Now, Boston, Boston, it didn't, it's not a fair, what's going to happen is in about three, four weeks, five weeks, I'm going to run disgustingly well somewhere and all of a sudden it's going to be like, oh yeah, I fixed what was wrong. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong. I just wasn't prepared for that Boston course. I mean, I, I, I was doing, you know, all the trainers on Strava some really really good stuff on there um now if you go on strava you're not going to see a single uphill or downhill for eight weeks not a single one maybe like five times 15 second hard hills (laughs) but you ain't going to see any climbs and you ain't going to see any descents um and and i got found out i got found out real quick um you'd probably go to somewhere like great north and you'd do great north um, there was quite a bit of climbing, I was told, in that. And and you'd just prepare. You'd prepare properly. So, I got found out. That's okay. It was the hardest marathon I've, I've ever done. 
because I got found out and also because I raced and then you go from racing to oh fuck I can't keep up to oh fuck I've six miles to those bloody hills everyone keeps talking about the uphills even though it had already felt like there was plenty of uphills and then I was like oh my god I've still about eight miles to go so that was everything but I, but you know, I, I Instagrammed about this, and there was a lady about mile sixteen, and she said, "You're an inspiration." And I heard it, and I was like, "You know what? I fucking am, like fucking right." And I, I embraced it. I was, it was like, if it was just me, nobody else in the world existed. You know, it, it those days would be really hard to finish out. Whereas when you're a package and you know you've got like, it's not like. I don't think of it as like, it's not fans, it's not, it's just like, it's just people that understand and relate to what you're trying to do, because we're all trying to do it, we're all trying to better ourselves, we're all trying to get better, we're all trying to see how good we can be, and so that's what we do. Now, I think there, I, I think I need to go get my breathing assessed again, not, basically last year, um... I, you know, got told I don't have asthma, um, and, you know, life's great, crack on, like, no need for any asthma medication or anything like that, but yesterday, the reason I fell out of the lead pack is because I started getting, like, chest pains, and, like, breathing pains around my diaphragm, and I just really started, like, shallow breathing, and, and all the rest of it, it kind of sucked, um, and it, it's kind of fitting because I feel like, I just feel like I haven't, we always blame pushing and pushing hard on psychology. So, you know, I talked about like the mental health medication and how it like stopped me pushing hard and we always think it's like psychologically and that's a fair, you know, that's a, that's a really fair fitting um, argument. That's, that's what you would assume. But sometimes if, if, I indeed do have asthma and struggle with breathing for example it means that you literally can't push if your breathing's hindered and then you blame your psychology oh like you you were weak today you know you weren't pushing today and um now I, I don't know the answer I don't I don't know that that's I just I'm just gonna have to do further tests and what I shouldn't have done was last year you know life's this wonderful place where you can like speak to other people other professionals and and ask for their their input and especially at the level when you've just ran 61 and you've just ran 209 and and let's be honest you've went i think in 2016 i ran 220 then i went like 217 215 214 um 212 211 209 you've got you've got better every year why on earth i then you know took it as gospel from a doctor after after doing all that progression all that really nice sort of whatever i don't know if it's a linear curve or whatever the fuck it is but it but it looks pretty fucking good then you you know you let someone tell you that this condition for 15 years you've had this condition you i i think i got diagnosed with asthma when i was 15 um oh yeah don't worry about that 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 you don't have that if you get this surgery, that's you, you're fixed. And so I'm kind of a bit pissed off because I've never had chest pains before. And 
that the whole point of getting the surgery was to was to help the breathing and that was the worst it's ever been so um i'm not the good thing about running is excuses don't matter hold on excuses don't matter because you don't like i've always said this you don't get to put a star at the finish line star but this might happen but no but this happened no but this happened so how many minutes do I get? How much minutes do I get? And they say, fuck off. You don't get that. So it's good, but it's painful. It's painful lessons. I'm just, I'm annoyed at myself because let me tell you something. When you run 6108 and you run 209 and you're, excuse the word normal, you're normal, you sit down with your coach and you say, hey, things are going pretty fucking great here, you know, we're really on to something here, <laughs> like, let's, let's, you know, keep this momentum moving forward, I don't understand why my brain, and this is obviously why I'm getting help, this is why I speak to therapists, my brain sits down after 6108, 209, and it just gets greedy, what could I, what could I fix now, what could I make better now, what could I, and that's why, like, the whole point of the antidepressant stuff and the, the conversations with the psychiatrist and, and going to see the breathing specialist, it, it was all to improve things and make things better. And actually, when I look at this last year, things aren't, and again, excuse me for saying this, that was my worst marathon in like five years. Um, It was my worst half marathon in um, three years, four years. But I don't think things are that bad. And you are going to be pissed off because 63.40 and 2.22.50. It's not, it's not that bad. But for me, it's really bad. I just ran 14 minutes, 13 minutes off my personal best. Um, now, of course, for a lot of the race, I was racing and like I went through halfway in 66 and um, like I was in a race. So it wasn't like I just went out and went 71, 71. Um, and Boston does fucking break your heart. Like the heartbreak hills are you're losing two, three minutes at least. And then the fucking downhill start, your legs start cramping and God knows how many minutes you lose there. It's it's not nice if you fall apart. I'll tell you that. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, look, there's there's things I need to figure out. Um, a, a, a lot of work was done. So I don't, I don't think the altitude tent was a bad thing. I don't think running 100 mile a week was a bad thing. I don't think the sessions I'd done were bad sessions. Um... But of course, there there needs to be there needs to be a few adjustments, or you know, the 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 sad part, the sad part would be that if I looked at pr- probably if I looked at total training from like February to now, it would be more than the year before, and the year before, you know, you run sixty one and two hundred nine, and I guess isn't that just running? Isn't that just the nature of running sometimes you try harder and you, you you train more and you apply yourself more you know fucking i just went a good month there without having bloody butter i love butter it's like my favorite thing 
and you have an wee pancake with butter or a bit of potato bread, just woof, butter all over it. I once had an argument with Katie actually about how much butter she put on my toast because I told her she was being a right stingy and then said something else but I'll not repeat it. And <laughs> and then I tweeted about it. She was all upset about it. Oh, so mean. Um, but look, look, I'm in good spirits. You know, last night I didn't go out. I really wanted to. You know, I really wanted to go to, like the bar. And um, but I, I, when I spoke to my new therapist, that one of the first things he said is, "Can we agree alcohol's not a good thing for you?" And I said, "Yeah." I think <laughs> I think that's a I think that's a good one to agree on. So, look, the, there's no point having help from these people and then going to a party last night and beating a load of alcohol in them and waking up today probably more confused. Whereas, look, there's good things coming. There's really good things coming. But it doesn't. Let's be honest. It doesn't really matter. You know, we're. What the fuck does it matter if if you know. If that's if that's the athlete I am now, two twenty two, right? What does it matter? That that's just that just is what it is. You you're human. Your body's human. It's human as fuck. If it's like, hey, fuck this. I don't want to run two and nine anymore. What can you do about it? There's nothing you can do about it. All we do is beat ourselves up and beat ourselves up and be like, no, I need to do this and oh, I need to get back there. I really need to get back there. No, you don't. What you need to do is learn to accept where you're at. That's where you're at, okay? So if I say to myself, okay, fuck, Stephen. Jesus, like, had you not gone with the league group, had you ran a bit more sensible, you're probably still only looking at, like, 216 to 18 on that Boston course. But fuck it. That's where you're at. And then and then what you do is you you, you chip away at that and you try to get better. And... And that's a much easier mentally thing to do and better mentally thing to do than to be like stressed and how many runners listening right now might not be close to their PB but still are trying to train for that PB or still in training or trying to hit that PB and guys give yourself a break just work with what you have right now now there might be reasons for where you're at right now fuck me see if see if there was a fly on the wall for the last six weeks of my life they'd say don't fly you know they'd be like buddy you need to just sit where you are <laughs> i i was vulnerable i was really struggling you know i sit on the edge of my couch with my hands in my head you know i'm i'm sending shitty emails to my agency i'm fucking arguing with people over airbnb i'm, I'm in police stations giving statements I'm, I'm debating which marathon to do every day i'm debating going on camp every day oh i was a mess a mess so you can't expect when everything's a mess to, you know, to, to stand on a start line and be your best. But what you can do is stand on a start line like I did and give it a fucking go. And then and then the beautiful thing is you get to draw a line through it and then you get to move on and you get to try something different. You don't have to. Life's not a like a continuum. You don't have to. I, I, I'm free right now to do whatever I want. If I want to quit, I can quit. I, I never want to do that again. Don't have to do that again. If I want to change my life completely tomorrow, I can change it tomorrow. My routine can change. How I behave can change. How I speak to people can change. Can change it all. That's the beautiful thing about this world. Beautiful. You can just stop. You can say, I'm not accepting that anymore. 
I'm not going to create anxiety for myself anymore. I'm not going to speak to people in a rude way anymore. And that's it. And if they still want to speak to you in a rude way, that's on them. That's that's not on you. You don't have to do anything about that. And that's the really cool thing about this world. So I'm a 63.50 half marathon runner and a 2.22 marathon runner. And that fucking feels good to say that. You know, it's 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 makes it amazing that a year ago I was a 61 and a 209 runner. That's fucking cool. But it's no real different. You're still sore as fuck today. And you still just get to go on with your life. That's This is life, right? Running's on the side of that. And and life life's p- pretty good. Life was pretty shit probably a couple of weeks ago. And a lot of that was my own doing. And a lot of those feelings I was bringing upon myself. But I'm going to finish my podcast. I'm going to probably have a quick shower. I'm going to go to a beautiful coffee shop in Boston. A place called Thinking Cup. And I'm going to have a gorgeous coffee. I'm going to bring my book and I'll sit and read my book and I'll not plan anything and I'll not do anything and then I'll take a wee walk back to the hotel and then I'll probably start to pack and they're probably going to want to fucking kick me out at like lunchtime which probably isn't fantastic um, and then I get to go to the airport and I get to fly business class which is ridiculous and then I get to drive my absolutely gorgeous car home from the airport which is another absolutely ridiculous thing because it's a fucking gorgeous car and running of all things helped me get that um and that's life that's the life part so what would i like to happen with running i'd absolutely love my legs to recover quite quickly (laughs) as i'm sure everybody that finishes a marathon but that's why it reminds me of the morns because the downhills are punishing on the legs like um i'd hope they settle down um i'd hope when i do get back into some training i find fitness and i just think wow um yeah maybe there'll just be a wow factor i'm gonna go see my doctor on thursday about the whole asthma stuff and probably complain that you know we took somebody's opinion as gospel and having Having treated my asthma for 15 years, we just give up on that. Hold on. Um, but there you go. So I don't really have anything else to report. I don't really know what I would do differently. Okay, sorry, I would train for the hills. Absolutely no doubt about that. That was really stupid. Um, but I really applied myself for this one. I did. I came off that Olympics. And I'm really, really proud of that it it it's it's easy for me to say that this time i'm really proud of myself i came off the olympics struggled um there was nothing serious happened over the last lot of weeks but i just created your 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 psychology if it's working against you like when you do have when you do struggle with mental health and you know call it depressed i was definitely depressed um now i was i was afraid really really afraid there's a lot of fear 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 when you're not hungover. Fear just fear all the time is is you know fear when your phone rings. Fear when you get a voice message on your phone. Um, fear about going and doing a race. You know, trying to pick easy options. Fear is crippling. But what I said to my team around me was they 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 probably didn't know what to tell me because I was telling them you're sending me to go to this race and I'm really really vulnerable and 
Like, I don't know the answer. I don't know if I'm going to hate it so much that I never want to run ever again. I don't know. And, but I, but I also knew that what I couldn't do is just sit in Belfast. I knew I couldn't just wake up Monday morning in Belfast, go for a seven mile run, eight mile run, come back and then just be okay. Be thinking like, oh, no big deal. Tune in and watch Boston later. I couldn't do that. And I couldn't be relaxed. I'd be anxious as fuck. I'd know I needed to be there. I needed to go try. And so that's what I did. I came here and I tried. And I ticked another marathon off. It's going to bring my fucking average down a square bit. Like my average was starting to look good. And now my average is going to... But isn't that just life? Isn't that just the way life is? It's not It's not always perfect. It doesn't always go the way you want it. And... If anything, it'll just make me respect the marathon more. And and it's not as simple. And for me, it had always been so simple. Do pretty good training. Put your heart rate to 165 to 168 and just fucking whip around. That's, it was always that simple. But I guess, I don't know why it's not that simple this time. But it's not. Could be mental health. Could be um, breathing related could be fitness could be not training up and down the hills could be lots of things but that's okay that's what that's what i work out over the next week or two here and that's what i do a fucking really good job of i do a really good job of figuring out what the fuck could have been wrong and then fixing it and then finding another race and go give it another go so I don't know what's next. I need to have a little think about that. I need to see what my legs do. And I, I probably just need to take it easy. Because, you know, I didn't take a rest after the Olympics. And now I definitely need to take a little bit of a break. And just let my brain just calm the fuck down. And um, probably not think about running for a couple of days. But look, guys, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. It's That's probably about half an hour. But I, I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you tuning in. Um, it's it's been a ride. I I get a lot of really nice messages around marathon time, and um, I I really appreciate that. Um, it it was a really tough day. It's been a really tough two months, but I'm probably quite dramatic, and that's okay. So everything's relative to the person. So there's going to be people listening that have it a lot tougher than me in life a lot lot tougher they don't have the same luxuries i have and they don't maybe have the same opportunities and you know that's that's really good and that's really strong of you guys so i'm i'm the 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 podcaster i'm the one talking but remember that i understand that there's a lot of people listening that struggle as much or more than me don't have the same luxuries that i have and and that's what makes this so like unique in that scenario that um yeah i just i get it i understand what struggling feels like in my own way um and you know like yeah just know that like my mental health has improved um and i guess yours can too so if you are struggling and you're listening and um you're confused about things or you know you're going through things um just talk to people um you know there's 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 people you can call for free you can go to the nhs you know just talk to people don't be afraid to talk to people you can even start your own podcast and you don't ever have to publish it you just speak you know that's 
that's an okay thing to do just talk and then just when you're finished just pause it and click delete and see what the fuck you come up with see what you say (laughs) it's actually quite interesting this is madness that this started three four years ago there i just thought you know i i jump on a podcast and and actually what i might do again is start interviewing people again so um the podcast can go in lots of different directions for the meantime it's just been me talking but you know i've had some guests on i've I've interviewed some people and um i did you know ask skull friday i think it was and we can move back in those directions um but yeah look any ideas fire them my way um it shouldn't be too difficult to get in contact but i'm gonna go shower and then i'm gonna try to walk to get some coffee i think my legs are fine they just need to suck it up um and i had an ice bath last night i might have another ice bath today or i might treat myself to an epsom bath if i can make it to walgreens walgreens is a little bit further away than the coffee shop um but yeah that's that's about all so i'll be back in belfast soon and then i'll make a decision about what next it's always a big decision what next it, it i don't know it might have to be a marathon um likely there could be a january marathon or a february marathon um if my legs for whatever reason had recovered really quick i'd have been tempted to do um a marathon fairly soon but i just don't want to fuck my body up either um yeah i think it needs time okay amigos appreciate it bye bye